the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends. Welcome back to The Common Good. AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. My name is Brian Fromm. You know, one of the things we love to do here on The Common Good is to help you get to know local pastors, people in the area uh, who are just doing good work and to hear about their churches. And with that in mind, we're excited to be joined by the pastor of the Wheaton Christian Reform Church. His name is Kyle Hawk. Kyle, how are you doing today? Doing well. Just from the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Love, uh, as a former Wheaton grad, love Wheaton, someone who lived in Wheaton, love the Wheaton area. Before we get into your church, I just love to hear your story. So as briefly as you can, how, tell us your story, kind of when you came to faith and what got you eventually to Wheaton Christian Reformed Church. Yeah. Um, well, I grew up northwest corner of Iowa on a farm mm-hmm. and uh, grew up in a Christian home. Uh, went to Christian day schools as well, um, mm-hmm. but then had an experience in high school at a, a youth retreat or conference uh, where faith became personal to me. Um, and went there with my friend to meet girls and we would <laughs> that's always the plan <laughs> exactly uh if they had a hug line at the end of every day we were sh- we always made sure to go to that but um awesome. we, skipped, we skipped all the sessions but we got caught the last night and we had to go and they did the cross talk and an altar call and i responded then um and that really changed a lot for me even though i'd grown up in a christian home kind of taking it um, for myself and um, personally and um, in that high school time, felt a call to ministry. And so left and went to uh, Calvin, then college, uh, Grand Rapids, and um, was studying theology there. Had a crisis of faith in my mm. uh, sophomore year around, um, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? And yeah. one of those big questions. Uh, and actually had taken all my stuff home and uh, was working at a factory during the interim, the January period. Um, and and in that time, um, started meeting guys in the factory who would ask me questions of faith. I think because I still prayed before meals, even though I wasn't sure what I believed. Wow. Um, and God called me back into both faith and into ministry through that experience. And so that, um, that then set, reset my trajectory. Um, so after college, I, I did some young life, worked with them um, for mm-hmm. a few years before seminary, went to Western Theological Seminary in Holland, Michigan. Um, loved it there. And uh, my wife and I felt called to plant a church. And so we moved oh. there to Rochester, Minnesota. Um, and we planted a church there. Uh, and uh, three good years and two bad years later, uh, we, <laughs> we ended up closing that church. Oh. Um, in the meantime, my wife had, my wife went to seminary as well. Um, she'd been called into chaplaincy. And so um, she'd gone through the clinical pastoral education program at the Mayo Clinic. Um, and and our, when our church plant closed, I didn't know what I was doing next. And I happened yeah. to the director of that program who had one spot left. And so I fell into that, too. And I got to do chaplaincy for a year um, and learn a lot about that. Um, but in the, in that time, then, while we were, I was doing chaplaincy and trying to figure out what was next, um, this church, Wheaton Christian Reformed Church, uh, had found my profile 
um, their former pastor, he had retired and he, he said, you know, you really need a pastor who helps you connect to the community that that's mm. your next one. And so they were looking for someone who had like church planting and community development kind of experience. Um, and so it, it, I was not, I, I didn't think I would ever serve a church with pews in an organ. Um, <laughs> um, and, but when we interviewed here, we said, well, this is where we want to be. I, I hope they hire me because that's um, awesome. This is where we want to be. And so that's, that was 12 years ago. And um, oh, good for you. Yeah. It's been really great. Let me ask you this, uh, not to bring up painful things, but uh, what's it like to be a pastor of a church that closes? What does that do to your soul? What does that do to your desire to ever pastor again? Yeah. Um, I always call it the death of the ego. Um, like I, I came out of seminary and I was pretty sure I could plant a church. You know, there, there were four people there and I was like, Oh, that's no problem. It's, you know, makes for a better story. We'll just, uh, plant <laughs> it. and, um, and so, and I, you know, in the church plant, I got to do whatever I wanted. Like I, mm-hmm. I had, had an idea and I could implement it the next day. And, um, and so just discovered, Oh yeah, it's really not about me. Um, and, mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter how gifted you are. And so, yeah, it was a painful um, process. So I, I was grateful for that year of of CPE to start kind of putting myself back together again. Yeah, you know, It wasn't actually until we got here and um, I'm part of a, a cycle of retreats called Deeper Journey, uh, where we go away four times a year for a couple of days to sp- practice the spiritual disciplines. Wasn't here. I didn't realize how wounded I still was when I got here. Mm. I thought I was in better shape than I was, but I was pretty angsty and um, hard, hard time figuring out how to lead. Um, yeah, your journey really over the course of a couple of years put me back together again and um, helped me return to some health. That's great. Let's talk about those retreats because I know they're kind of are they centered on fly fishing? I know I've actually heard some local other local pastors talk about. Uh, these pastoral fly fishing retreats and other things. I know that you help lead them. I think people would be fascinated to hear about them. Tell them more. Tell us more and uh, why you do them. Yeah. So it's actually the fly fishing retreats are another cycle of retreat. Oh, it's different. Okay. Okay. Um, Just, I was on one of those fly fishing retreats uh, a year ago or two and I called home um, and our son who's maybe eight at that time said, why are you always on retreat? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I guess I need it. Um, there so, you go. Deeper Journey uh, is, again, two-year cycle. Pastors and leaders get away to a retreat center um, and practice spiritual disciplines. Okay. Altar, altar fly fishing um, is for pastors and leaders as well, and that's kind of a more of a one-off retreat with some mm-hmm. ongoing coaching and things. Um, and so that was founded uh, by a guy named Eric Campfield from our area, um, from Oakbrook. And, um and they do retreats uh, all over the U.S. and get you away. And it's kind of dual purpose, both to fish, but then also there are spiritual retreats. Um, so you're you're talking about Sabbath. Uh, we and the one that I lead with your friend John Hukuma, we we do a lot of worship and kind of contemplative yeah. worship in it too. And then um, we've been fortunate to. There's a guy in. Um, Colorado Springs who donates his lodge uh, near in New Mexico for us. And so wow. we go back every year to this elk hunting lodge where it's on 70 acres oh, out in the, I mean, it's just so remote um, and just amazing. And so we just, we g- gather a group of pastors there every July into July. Um, and we fish for a few days and we spend time in prayer and worship and yeah, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. That that does sound uh, kind of life giving. Well, let's uh, with the little time we have left, let's talk about your church. Tell us about Wheaton Christian Reformed Church. There's so many churches in the area, especially in Wheaton. So I like to ask, what makes your church unique? You know, because there's all sorts of churches for all sorts of people. So tell us specifically about your church. Yeah. You know, our church uh, was founded 73 years ago now. Um, when when Wheaton was sort of expanding and, um, you know, some of the white flight coming out from the city, especially, but mm-hmm. uh, but founded to be a community church kind of before that was a thing. Um, and so has been a, a, a community focused and also kind of a transient church. Um, people have moved in and out for because of the college right here, right. Um, because of a lot of the um, other businesses and stuff here. And so it, it ends up being a re- really welcoming place. Uh, because everybody is from somewhere else and knows what it is to be new. Um, and so that's just been part of the nature of, of the church here. It's always had strong connection to the college. We're kind of kitty corner across the street, Fisher uh, mm-hmm. dorm. And so we just have students who roll out of bed and, and uh, walk into church five minutes later. And um, so that's always been a part. And then, um, as I said, you know, when I came, the church really wanted to turn outward or turn towards the community. And so, uh, we've we've taken this principle comes from uh, Kevin Harney in his book Organic Outreach mm-hmm. for Churches. Um, take take what you do for yourself and do it for the community. Mm-hmm. And so um, our church picnic became a block party, uh, and we've been doing that almost ten years. And where we get a taco truck and you know bouncy houses and stuff, and it's just for the neighbor. We're in a neighborhood too, college on one side and houses all around. Um, and our cadet program or boys club does a bike tune up for the neighborhood. And so mm. um, in the spring they do that. And our VBS is very community focused. So we go Christmas caroling in the neighborhood. Like we try to, try to be good neighbors um, for this. So, you know, even though our church, our folks come from all over uh, to say, well, this is our parish. We've kind of defined that these blocks are, um, we're going to care for these people. And so that's we great. Do that. So people looking for a church, maybe they live in the Wheaton area. Where can they connect with you guys? Where can they find more information? Sure. Uh, WheatonCRC.org is our website, and that's got up-to-date information. Um, our, on Facebook, we're also WheatonCRC. You can look there to um, find more information there. Stop by 7-Eleven East Harrison in Wheaton and come see us at 1030 on Sunday mornings. Great. That's right. If you go, if you know the college, which I, as I've said many times in the show, I'm a proud graduate of Wheaton College. Go to Fisher Dorm. Look across the street. There yep. it is. It will yep. be uh, right there, which I'm sure is fun and also uh, has has other things involved with it as well. So uh, Kyle Hockey is the pastor at Wheaton Christian Reform Church. Kyle, this is wonderful, man. Thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah, thanks. Yep. You're listening to The Common Good. AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.